Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. And today I'm speaking with Duncan Finnegan, a fitness enthusiast and marketing executive with UFOS. She has more than 30 years of experience in the industry, including 19 years in marketing at Reebok, where she oversaw nine footwear product categories and led major strategic brand and marketing initiatives. During her final three years at the company, she was vice president of the performance division, a $750 million business unit with a $65 million marketing promotional budget. Subsequently, she worked for Atsco Footwear Group and later as general manager of wholesale for the StrideRite brand. For the last five years, she has worked for Ufos, a Hingham Mass company started by former Reebok executives, and, and she has worked in various marketing roles. The footwear company is built around a recovery footwear technology. Away from work, Ms. Finnegan is a wife and mother of four boys and leads a very active life. Good morning, Duncan, and let's get started. Uh, maybe first you could briefly talk about Ufos, how long it's been in business, its primary products and target audience, and where is the primary distribution of the products? Sure, Bob. Ufos has been in business for just about five years. Being 30-plus year footwear veterans, we saw that there's a lot of great companies out there making great shoes for every type of activity you participate in. But what we noticed was that nobody was addressing footwear in the feet for after your workout and the recovery process. It's been pretty fantastic to see recovery as a category really taking off because companies like Gatorade, compression products, foam rollers, other nutrition have really educated consumers, fitness, fitness enthusiasts, and athletes that recovery is great for your body and will make you feel that much better and perform that much better the next day. What occurred to us, having been in the footwear business for so long, was nobody was addressing the importance of the feet through the recovery process. So about seven years ago, we embarked on a project with a renowned footwear foam chemist and started studying how foam materials could help the feet and what the body needs through the feet to help enhance recovery. We didn't necessarily go into it intending to launch a brand, but through the two and a half years of testing the foam material and the footwear products we were creating, it was astounding to see the demonstrable difference our footwear was making on fitness enthusiasts and athletes through their recovery process after they got done working out. Where the name, and that's how our name actually was developed, was in those two and a half years of testing, as we all sat around and watched people's reaction, they would just stand there with this amazing visual and body reaction and just say, ooh. And one of our founders said one morning, I have the name. It's UFOS. We want everybody in the globe to feel the ooh. And our mission statement should be, make you, Y-O-O, feel better. And that was the day the decision was really made that it's only once in a lifetime that you have a product that can be introduced to the marketplace that truly creates a breakthrough and could create a whole new category in the footwear industry. And we started that five, as I said, just about five years ago. And as you'd expect, we know a lot of people that own some of the great independent running stores out there in the country. And we reached out to them to say, we'd love you to partner with us as we launch this brand. Most were skeptical. They were doing well in the recovery category of nutrition and some other products, hydration. They weren't sure that taking a space in their store to bring in recovery footwear would be successful and worth the real estate it would take. And it's been awesome to hear their quotes when we've asked them to quote their results. For instance, one said, it's the best new category I brought into my store in the last three and a half years. 
Another said, every retail store is always looking for add-on business. This has all become incremental business. So from a retailer standpoint, it's been a tremendous breakthrough. And from a consumer standpoint, when you ask where the distribution is, we're in over 1,500 stores, all independent specialty sports specialty stores, comfort shoe stores. And the word of mouth, what every retailer will tell you that's had such great success with our businesses, all you have to do is put the shoes on somebody's feet, have them feel the ooh, and it's an instant sale. And that's really where our success has come from, is creating a brand new category in footwork called recovery, and then getting shoes on people's feet. And it seems as though an average number every retailer will throw out is for every one sale I make, at least 10 people come in from that person saying, my friend told me I have to get these Usos. Do you have the the style and size I want? And that's where it all began and it's been exciting and a lot of fun to see that we're making a lot of people all over the globe feel better. The four founders were Steve Liggett, who was early, early days at Nike and then at Reebok for an extremely long time, running R&D and sourcing and other things. Uh, Lou Panichon, who as well was an early, early Nike executive that moved on to Reebok uh, for many, many, many years in the uh, R&D and production and sourcing area. And Paul Brown, who oversaw design at Reebok from the very early days of the company and worked at some other large footwear brands as well, but is renowned around the country and the globe in his leadership and vision for design. And right there with him is Juan Diaz, who is also one of the top footwear designers in the industry and was also at Reebok in its very early days um, as the company started in heart success and growth. My understanding Ufos is getting in a new category as the brand aims to expand with a younger active demographic. Could you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So it's really the category I was talking about, the recovery category uh, that we have really cracked open from the footwear side of this whole growing recovery category and other types of products. And what we've found is that the younger, we call say the 22 to 35-year-old demographic is so important for us to get the message out about how footwear can help in the recovery process as they are in one of the highest levels of participation when it comes to intensity. Coming out of that college age group, getting into the next phase of their life and being as busy as they are, oftentimes they're squeezing in their hardcore workout and jumping back to the next thing going on in their life. And that is where we feel we could have the biggest opportunity to have a breakthrough in making people feel better is to educate and get awareness to the 22 to 35-year-old that if they can learn today that footwear can help them in the recovery process, when they're 50 and 60 years old, we hope that we've helped them continue to be able to exercise and compete at the levels that they would like to because they've taken care of their body in their younger ages. Duncan, two years ago, you received some personal health news that you decided to incorporate into your work with UFOS. Could you tell our listeners about your personal health situation and why and how you have decided to make it part of UFOS's marketing mission? Yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. It's just actually about a year and a half ago that I was living great, healthy, working out seven days a week, working with helping launch the UFOS brand and just went in for a regular doctor's appointment, uh, OBGYN appointment. And through that appointment, the doctor asked me to get a few extra tests. And I did. And after a week or so of those tests, I got a phone call while I was finishing up an all-day meeting with the 
found as a rufos that I did in fact have breast cancer and that I needed to go get some more tests to figure out actually the level of breast cancer I had. I walked back into the room with the founders of Rufos to tell them that I would just received a call that I had breast cancer and that I needed to take a week off to do some more tests and I would let them know what the next steps were at that point. I called them a week later to say that the results were in and that I had stage four breast cancer, which meant that it was metastatic breast cancer and it spread to my bones. It wasn't 24 hours that I didn't get a call from the founders and they said, we want to get behind you and support you in any way we can. We want you to come back and tell us what it is you want us to do. We can sell shoes and raise money. We can give money. We can donate our time. You just let us know what we can do for you. And I immediately responded and said, I would like to support Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and this amazing team of doctors that I met a week ago that are committed to research and finding solutions so that people that live with metastatic breast cancer will one day be told that they have a cure. And they said, great, let's talk about it tomorrow and we'll take it from there. And we had a meeting the next day and we launched Project Pink, which is a program that any product on our website that has the pink logo on it, we give every time a peer is bought, we give $10 to Dana-Farber Cancer Institute Women's Oncology Department. That is the department my doctor runs, Dr. Eric Weiner. He oversees the entire oncology department and 100% of every bit of donations we give to Dana-Farber goes directly to the research department on his team. And this year, we decided to take a bold step and say we were going to raise a minimum of $100,000, which means 10,000 pairs of shoes. At a $100,000 level, we're able to create an UFOS fund at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute that we can keep contributing to until a cure is found. We started it last year and did not do any sort of outreach on it. We just put it on our website. I would probably say I was probably a little inhibited last year about it as I was getting my arms around living with this condition. Right. This year, we have expanded the line. There's two more shoes coming in in a month, 30 days, and we are doing outreach to cancer blogs and other people to let them know, people that are very affected by and interested in supporting finding a cure for breast cancer, to let them know that if they buy these products, we will give $10 per pair to the cause of Project Pink. Now, also, I understand, you know, from uh, some of my research that you that you have ridden in the past in the two-day pan, pan mass challenge with some of your colleagues. Will you do that again this summer to support the Dana-Farber organization and its mission to fight and cure breast cancer? Absolutely. So this year is going to be awesome. Last year, I did it with my youngest son, Will, who was the only one living at home when I was diagnosed. My other boys were in college and wanted to graduate. And he insisted he was going to ride with me. This year, three of my four boys and my husband are riding, which is a daunting task because <laughs> it's enough to it's enough to have to pay the money to actually sign up and then to all of us to raise forty five hundred dollars. But they insisted that they would find a way to make it happen. They all wanted to be a part of finding a cure. And my doctor, they've been around my doctor, who says every time he meets with me, your job is to go live your life fully. Our job is to allow you to do that by finding solutions to fight your cancer from growing. And when I told them I didn't think that they all should ride because it was too much for all of us to raise that amount of money, they said, Mom, if you're going to live your life fully, that means doing it with us, and we want to be a part of it. Even more exciting is 
we're riding on a team called Team Wow, Women's Oncology on Wheels. That team is led by my doctor, Eric Weiner, who I mentioned oversees the oncology program at Dana-Farber. And the team is made up of doctors, nurses, and patients like myself and the patient's families. And 100% of Team Wow's donations goes to Eric's oncology department specifically to find a cure for breast cancer. So you've had the last 18 months that you've been living with this, that you've known they've been living with this condition. You know, what personal advice would you have for others who may have a similar cancer diagnosis as you? And what have you discovered about yourself since the diagnosis? I recently did a podcast actually with my doctor for Dana Farber. Okay. And uh, we were dantering back and forth, Eric and myself, because I said, in some ways, if I look at the co- the positives versus the negatives of what's happened in my life since I got cancer, I would say the positive actually outweigh the negatives. His reaction was, but you certainly wouldn't say you are glad you got cancer. It's just what came out of it has been great. I said, yes, that's true. And the reason I say that is, uh, first of all, I met the team at Dana-Farber, which has really opened up a whole new world of way of thinking for me. Um, and when they tell me that my job is to go live my life fully, not live with it every day as I'm a cancer patient, which, of course, I can't ignore it and stick it on the bookshelf and say it's not there. It's there. But the awareness that that is my job, when I get into a place that maybe I have always gotten into in the past where something seems overwhelming or something isn't good or I get stressed, I am. it's easier for me to pull myself back and say, hey, look at I know anybody might not be here in four years, but you're more likely to not be here in four, five, six years. So is this really that important to waste this hour of your life on something that really isn't that important? And almost 100% of the time, I can find a way to shift and turn it into a learning experience as opposed to poor me, woe is me, et cetera. Uh, and I, I know that that seems quite cliche because... Not everybody has this potential finite day, you know, time in front of them of what the doctors think is your longest ability to live. And I think that that's been one great thing is to just like assume what if this was my last few years, wouldn't I want to live my life fully? And that's really been a breakthrough for me. In addition, um, it's created this whole opening with my family. It's been pretty amazing. We had a great family life anyway, but I shared with you all my boys wanting to live their life fully with me living my life fully. So we really participate in things together. And then just in the business world, talking to you, being able to share this conversation, not being afraid to talk about my cancer is, but rather use it to use my voice to raise awareness that through all my years of business and speaking publicly, I can take that experience and spread the word that the only thing holding back hospitals like Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is funding. And with all of the government grants drying up, that if we can spread the word that all these research doctors need is money to do what they know how to do, which is find cures, and the only thing holding them back is that they don't have enough money to do it. It's been amazing for me to be able to take opportunities like you've just given me to bring that awareness that people like me can live. I don't have chemo. I don't have radiation because my cancer spread to my bones, and they can't go do surgery and cut out my bones. But through research, they have been able to find drugs that I could take orally that fight my cancer from growing. 
And as they say, each time my cancer resists these drugs and chooses to stop misbehaving and growing again, through research and funding, they believe they'll have more solutions to stop my cancer from growing again. And hopefully in my lifetime have the cure, but if not in my lifetime, I will have made an impact spreading the message of helping raise money so that people at some point in the next 10 to 15 years, when they are told they have metastatic breast cancer, will also be told you can live with it and there is a cure. It's not a terminal disease, which it is today. Well, thank you for sharing your story today and your insights, Duncan. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.